Welcome to the Losing Weight with Fasting and Mindful Eating podcast. I am your host, Monika Banach, an advanced practice nurse and a weight loss coach. I am so grateful for you taking the time to listen to today's episode. In today's episode, I'm going to talk in depth about the five tips that will help you be successful with losing weight, but more importantly, maintaining your weight. Quick disclaimer, before I get started, everything I discuss here is based on personal knowledge and experience. None of this is medical advice. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. So always seek the advice of your physician with any questions you may have. If you are enjoying our podcast, please take a moment to leave a review on Apple Podcast. It helps spread the word and it helps me continue making these podcasts for free. Recently, I also have changed my Instagram handle. If some of you have noticed, it is now Monica, M-O-N-I-K-A, Banach, B-A-N-A-C-H, official on Instagram. So Monica Banach, official. And I will put the links in the description of this podcast as well. All right, so let's go ahead and get started. So the first tip to help you be more successful in losing weight is changing your mindset. Limits are stumbling blocks between you and your success. Everything starts with your mind. Where your mind goes, your body and your energy follows. If you are excited to start losing weight, but you say things like, hey, I want to be thin, but I've always have felt a losing weight, or I want to be healthy, but... I don't know how to do it. So what you're doing here is you are, it's like you're calling Pizza Hut to order pizza, but then a minute later you call them back and you say, hey, never mind. So it's like the positive thing you're substituting with a negative thought. Even though you might not think it is negative, it does, your mind perceives it as like, never mind. So it is important to clear that mental space of past mistakes, your fears, and really work on creating a better, clearer picture, vision of your goals, and truly believing that your success is on the way. Oftentimes, people take forever to get started, like, for example, weight loss, because they're afraid of failing, or they wait for that perfect moment, or Monday, the best time to start was yesterday. The next best time to start is today. When you have that inspiration to act on something, you don't need to have it, everything perfectly figured out before you start. Just start and let the journey teach you. Let's say you're planning a road trip to the West Coast. Let's say you live in New York and you want to go to California. You might have the whole road mapped out in front of you, and that's fine, but you also can drive every day and figure it out as you go. 
because you have the vision, like you know you want to get to California, you kind of know which way to go, and each day you can put it in your GPS. But even if you have that road perfectly mapped out, things can, you might encounter things on your road, little roadblocks like traffic, and you might have to change a route, maybe a flat tire or other unpredictable things. So you have to stay flexible. You have to keep learning and being flexible when things come in your way. Same thing with like weight loss. How often have you waited till Monday? But then Monday comes and something comes up. Just start today. Don't have these idealistic expectations of, you know, certain goals. They have to happen by this date. It's good to have goals. Don't take me wrong. I'm not saying don't have goals, but sometimes it might take you more, more than a week, maybe more than a month. And that's okay. Be flexible. Learn to be perfectly in perfect. Number two, learn to be happy now. Celebrate now. Do not cheat yourself out of that daily enjoyment. You want to enjoy the journey because what if you get to the destination? You're like, what? okay, well, I don't know if I'm happy. Now that I'm 20 pounds lighter, am I really happy? People often feel like they have to be miserable until they get to a certain weight or get that dream job or whatever else they think will make them happy. You have to learn to be happy now. Enjoy that happiness daily. Live your life to the fullest. If you take, let's say you take a bite of your favorite dessert, there is zero correlation of how good that first bite will taste with the lack of desire for the next bite. Is there? Learn to be happy now. Don't wait till all the cards are aligned perfectly. What often happens, and this has happened to me before, people lose weight and they don't change the inner happiness. And then they end up gaining the weight back because they haven't fixed themselves. They haven't fixed the root problem of what's going on. The weight oftentimes is just one little branch on the tree and getting to the root of the issue, whether it's the in, inner happiness or anything else in our life is what is the key. I know this is true for me because 11 years ago, I was in my best shape, but I wasn't happy. I wasn't confident. I was insecure. I worried all the time what others thought of me. And I had to come to realization that self-confidence does not come from what others think of you, but self-confidence, self, sorry, self-confidence comes from what you think of yourself. The best way to improve self-confidence, and I'm sure you've probably heard me say this before, the way to improve your self-confidence is by keeping the promises you make to yourself. And not only keep the promises, but also be aware that you're doing it. Acknowledge yourself and pat yourself in the back when you eat what you said you're going to eat. When you go for a walk like you said you would. Acknowledge those things and be proud of yourself. 
focus your energy on the positive things that you're doing. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to miss, you're going to make mistakes and mess up. And that's okay. As long as you can follow through on 80, 90% of the things you promise yourself, you'll be fine. Number three, eat real foods, whole foods. And I know for some people, it might be like, well, wait, wait, this is real food. Okay, so real food, whole food, what I mean by whole foods is food that doesn't have labels on them. Like, for example, if you get a tomato, there's no ingredient list, right? It's just one tomato. If you get an avocado, same thing. Chicken, raw chicken, there shouldn't be a bunch of ingredients in there. We have about, uh, statistically, over 70% of U.S. population that is overweight and obese, and 40% of which are kids. Junk food and sugar is addictive. Sugar is more addictive than cocaine, according to studies. And 80% of our food contains sugar. As long as you keep putting garbage in your body, junk food, sugar, you will be fighting those chemical demons, the chemical imbalances of your dopamine in your brain, the pleasure center in your brain. And guess what? Those demons almost always win. So think about it. You would never put 10 teaspoons of sugar in your coffee. And yes, one can of soda has that much sugar in it. Nine and a half teaspoons, as a matter of fact. And most people don't think twice of it. They just drink a can of Coke and they just don't think about it. This is called liquid death. And diet sodas are not any better. They're actually worse. They are called the improved liquid death, according to Dr. Hyman. One can of soda increases the risk of diabetes in women by 66%. That is insane. But yet nobody's talking about it. the media, the food industry, nobody talks about it. When you feel overwhelmed, you don't have to start by changing everything in your diet, taking everything out of your diet. Maybe just start by taking one little thing out, take that sugar out, or add more whole foods, more, more vegetables or fruit, whatever, whatever it is. When you detox your body from the junk, it will be so much easier to rebalance those dopamine receptors so you're not having those out-of-control cravings. Real food is so easy to find. It does not have to be complicated. Real food does not have labels. That's how you can distinguish real food from junk and from, from other stuff. Number four, live a fasting-focused lifestyle. Fasting is not only amazing for weight loss, but it has so many other health benefits. I have another whole episode on this, on the fasting benefits, and I'll link the episode in the, in the notes because I don't want to go like in too details about it in, in here. But the one thing I do want to mention is that a lot of times when people start fasting, 
the main reason is for weight loss. And that was also my reason two years ago when I started fasting. But I continue fasting because of the health benefits, how, how good it makes me feel, my brain, my body, my energy, being able to heal my gut dysbiosis, my hormones. That's why I still fast two years later. And I plan on incorporating this lifestyle for the rest of my life. But that doesn't mean that you have to be fasting, doing these long fasts every day, 72, rolling 48s, whatever. You don't have to be doing that. You can create your own schedule. I mean, you can do a two-mat, two meals per day if you want. You can do an OMAD, whatever fits your schedule. Like, for example, when I work, I prefer doing OMAD because... I don't have to prep food and bring it to work and then worry about, oh, will I have time to eat lunch? I just come home and then I have dinner when I get home without stress or worrying about bringing food to work. When I go on vacation, what I usually do is I do a 72-hour fast before I go and then 72-hour fast when I come back. And then when I'm on vacation, I just eat whatever I want, whenever I want. It's kind of nice also to just kind of give my body a break or shock it a bit. So you can create what works for you. It's flexible. It can be incorporated with any other diets with like fasting is not a diet. I don't consider it a diet. It's a lifestyle. You can incorporate with keto, with carnivore, with vegan, vegetarian, whatever your diet specific diet is. Number five, daily movement. I know, shocker. (laughs) We humans, we are meant to move. We have become more sedentary in this modern society. We park right in front of the store. We wait for parking space in front of the gym. We have desk jobs that require minimal movement. Studies have shown that sitting too much can actually lead to lowered metabolism, increased risk of back pain, drop in healthy cholesterol. So that means your bad cholesterol increases. Sitting increases the risk of cardiovascular diseases. Researchers state that sitting too much is even worse than not exercising enough. Exercise is optional, but movement is essential for our body. you, You might ask, what is the difference? Well, exercise is more of a modern invention. I mean, can you imagine your ancestors having like an elliptical or a spin bike in the woods somewhere? Nope, they probably didn't. They moved. They moved their body. Exercise oftentimes is more like an obligation or chore designed to give us a way out. So, but just because you have to go to the gym for one hour doesn't mean that you are off the hook. Let's say if you sit at the desk for 10 hours and then you go lift weights for one hour and then sit on the couch for the rest of the evening, you're not any better. That one hour of exercise really doesn't mean much. Obviously, it's better than sitting all day long. Movement is something that 
has been around for a long time. It includes stuff like hunting, gathering, dancing, dancing around the fire, walking, climbing, maybe running, jumping, lifting, swimming, lifting stuff like gardening, fighting, even sex. That's movement. <laughs> so when people try to overcomplicate, like, oh, I don't have a gym access, you don't have to have gym access. A lot of my clients are able, like majority of the people that I coach are able to walk. Like, unless you are missing limbs, like there's no reason you're not able to walk slow or move somehow. Oftentimes, I work in the medical field, and oftentimes I interview elderly, like older patients that I take care of. If anytime I see someone that's healthy and lean, and they're like over 80 years old, I ask them, tell me about your lifestyle, what keeps you young? And all of them, I'm not kidding you, all of them will say, oh, I move around a lot, I walk, I work in my yard, I you know, go to my chicken coop, I take care of this and that. They keep active. Obviously, I'm sure they they eat healthy as well, but activity is what keeps them young, keep moving. It doesn't mean that, the, that you have to go and do some crazy workout at the gym or go for spin class as long as you're moving throughout the day. You have to remember, your body will become better at whatever you do or don't do. So if you don't move, your body will make you better at not moving. If you move, your body will allow for more movement. So if you're not moving, you're going to get stiff, you're going to have hip pain, you're going to have back pain, all these issues. So stop, stop looking at movement, exercise movement as a chore. Or like, ugh, I don't want to work out. Just go for a walk. Think about like animals in the wild. Do you think they complain that they have to go through the forest and hunt for food? Like they rest, then they move, then then they move and rest. Like they don't complain about it. Like dogs, same thing. When they're home, they rest, then they go outside and they run around. It is essential part of their life. So try to incorporate movement in your life. It is, you're going to feel so much better. It's going to be, and also when you stack like habits, like let's say when you incorporate, like when you go for a walk and you associate the walk with being able to listen to a book, audiobook or a podcast or catch up with a friend on the phone, it's going to be easier to create those habits by stacking it. Or if you're at work and you're not eating lunch, just incorporate going for two laps around the office or every 15 minutes getting up whenever you go get coffee, get up and walk in the extra circle around the office. So stack those habits. Message me on Instagram. Let me know which one of these five things have been the most helpful to you. Perhaps some that you are already incorporating. Any tips, DM me on Instagram and have an awesome day.